What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And joining us this week is the super talented Kelsey Steele. Hey, guys. And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show, questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, and show topic ideas. We're on MoGraph.com, MoGraph.com slash live if you want to see the schedule, which is a little thin. I should probably work on that. We should work on that. Uh, I think I only have one person in the books. It's just like... Uh, Dave's there's been busy. A, there's a He's lot of stuff. Busy. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff going on this year, and I'm mm-hmm. trying not to schedule too far in advance. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, we might need that date or whatever. We're, you know, yeah. We've been teasing this tour thing, and hopefully we have some more information on that soon. We're working mm-hmm. hard to get that going. Uh, We're not going to be on the 13th. We may be on the 14th, that Tuesday. What are you, what are you talking about? March, oh. March 13th and 14th. Because we had the people thing. I'm I meant to tell you, we weren't going to do a show that week because it's spring break. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Cool. Yeah. Trying to at least take the holidays off. Like, we used to, like, do shows on, like, full-blown holidays. And we're like, mm-hmm. okay, we can take those off. I think it's okay. I think yeah. we'll be all right. We're we're one of the last few, you know, podcasts that are still around. We can take a yeah. week off. Yeah, we're turning into we're turning into boomers, you know. Right. So <laughs> our podcast will be turning into a boomer soon. Um, all right, so yeah, uh, if you want to check the schedule and stuff, make sure you go to mograph.com slash live mograph.com slash tv if you want to check out MoGraph TV, which is a twenty four seven live streaming animation show. And Matt's pointing at it. I have. And I, I have some very exciting things that I want to do with MoGraph TV over the next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether I'm going to do any of them, but I have exciting things. So, you know, make sure and sign up for our our uh, our newsletter that we will have. I'm going to start doing newsletters as well. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I got really tired of doing newsletters. Uh, um, so, yeah. yeah, there's a lot coming. Um, let's I'm see, very is- excited about the rest of the year. I'm very excited. And you know, I've got one project that I'm on right now, and then it's MoGraph the rest of the year. And NAB's first. NAB is first, yeah. Yes. Uh, and Kelsey, you're going to be at NAB, right? Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you I'll know be... what you're presenting uh, on? Or I have no idea yet. <laughs> cool. It's early. It's okay. I've got some ideas, but I, I don't have anything left to do yet. Those dates come fast, I'll tell you, especially when you're presenting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost prefer like not presenting live because I can edit, you know. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's it's a lot of work to to do that and then to practice a an hour long talk, you know. But you've you've had practice before. You've done um events with Maxon before, including the um the live stream. That was yeah. last year, I think, right? Or you've done a couple. I've done two, yeah. Yeah. Um it'll be my first time presenting live, which We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Got to practice. Yeah. Practice. Pra- yeah. Once you find out, once you find out what day you're presenting and stuff, <laughs> that's when the real pressure comes. 
Because if it's the first day, then you're like, okay, cool. I got it over with. Right. I can party the rest of the time. But if you're the last day, it's like <laughs> you get stressed the entire time. Right. It's like, <laughs> I don't really want to drink yet. Can't drink until my presentation is done. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, a couple other real quick items um, I wanted to mention. Uh, I guess just one other thing is future proof. And we'll have a little bit more information on this later on. Um, I need to to dig in a little bit, and maybe even Brodor could come in and and talk to us about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got an email from Ed Cheatham from the um, uh, Department of Motion Design at Ringling, talking about Future Proof Twenty Three being held at Ringling College, and uh, the goal is uh, to prepare the next generation of visual communicators through education, inspiration, and connection. I said uh, we'll be having a 25 industry-leading alumni. Re- we'll have 25 industry-leading alumni returning to talk to our current our current student student body. Man, I can't speak today. <laughs> um, the speakers and panelists include 25 alumni who work at a range of companies across the United States, including Apple, Buck, uh, Cravings by uh, Christy Teigen, Dash, Future Deluxe, Google, Hue Plus, Cry. Uh, IBM, JibJab, LinkedIn, Microsoft, NBC News, Nickelodeon, Noodle, Pixel Park, Robinhood, Scholar, TikTok, We Are Royal, Winry. Dang, uh, yo. Yeah. Rin, uh, <laughs> it's all actually just one person. They've just worked right. all those blinks. <laughs> right. <laughs> it does sound like a step line up. Right. Uh, WinReality, uh, WWE, and, and YouTube. Wow. Gosh. Um, so that sounds like it could be interesting, interesting. So, you know, I, I said, I'd spread the word on that. Uh, if you want to get more info, uh, you can go to ringlingfutureproof.com, uh, for more info on that. So, and if we have more, uh, when is that? Is it, isn't that this week? It is. Yes. 227 through 304. Uh, so it's, uh, that's a little over a week. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So just wanted to put the news out there, trying to put more meetup news and, uh, and stuff out there because now that, uh, things are returning to uh, what I put in air quotes as normal, um, <laughs> you know, we might want to meet up with some, some friends and get out of the house a little bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Kelsey, let's talk about you and your background. I'm really excited to talk about the Rick and Morty stuff, but we'll wait for a minute and go back to the beginning. Um, it's always interesting to hear people's stories uh, about how they ended up in MoGraph because, you know, unless you're, you're Cameron, who was on last week, you may not have thought this is what you wanted to do when you were like 12 years old. Um, so um, tell us a little bit more about that journey. Did you start in art or maybe photography or or something as did you get into it as a kid or is this something that came along later it came along later i actually i picked out scad when i was in middle school nice i used to ride horses and they had an ad in the back of a magazine that i i used to read that's so funny (laughs) it was an advertisement for the the equestrian program at scad i Hmm. didn't know they oh you know what i I, that okay. does sound vaguely familiar, but maybe it was you I heard that from. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, funny story, uh, EJ and I were in New York, right? We were in New York for NAB East, and, you know, EJ's just 
bouncing me around from brewery to brewery. Like he does. Like he does. Yeah, yeah. Like he does. Yeah. And we met a random person who went to SCAD, you know, just right. Who knew? And then uh, uh, he told us that they had an equestrian thing. I thought that was so crazy. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they have a really robust equestrian program. I think they've been national champions a few times. That's so interesting. Wow. So I think SCAD, for that reason, did less than a quarter on the equestrian team. <laughs> okay. I went for graphic design and actually took a couple of metal making or metals and jewelry classes. And Whoa. Love it, but kind of figured that was probably going to just need to be a hobby. <laughs> and then I had an kind of a mix up with one of my prerequisites and ended up in a motion graphics class that was actually like a, <laughs> it was a 300 level course. And I was in there with absolutely no experience. I had oh, never goodness. opened after effects at all. <laughs> and it was really great. Like it, it shows you what a good community is. I had another classmate come in on a Saturday and give me a crash course in after effects. Wow. So you didn't like change say that I got in here by accident you just straight up dove in yeah i mean i loved it i really enjoyed after effects and learning 3d came later but yeah so what kind of stuff did you do in that class to start like what was your deep dive oh we had to do like a music video and mine was not great obviously but <laughs> it, it kept me from having to drop the class which was good That's did cool. you get to pick who you wanted to do the music video for was it like could you pick anybody or yeah, I think I did Seven Nation Army, maybe? Trying to remember which song it was. It was a White Stripes song. Yeah. Yeah. That one has a good music video from Michelle Gondry, right? Is it? It's the one with the, like, circles of drum playing. You know what I'm talking about? He does all the in-camera effects. Anyway. Huh. I'm so, what did you, so what did you do <laughs> for that, then? I don't know, just basic shape layers. It was kind of my, like... We know, we're going to give you a pass here because <laughs> we know you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so what was the next step then? So, so It's my first day. It's my first day. <laughs> well, the so, next step was to go back and take all the classes that I should have taken before that one. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Did you end up having to do that? Uh, yeah. I mean, like I ended up switching majors and just completely got to the door and different course. <laughs> they shouldn't have made you take the first ones if you're already in the 300, you know? It's kind of right. like, hey, if I can do that, why do I need to take the first two? Oh, I needed, I needed, <laughs> like testing out. <laughs> That's so funny. And what about three D? Um, did you? Well, I guess before we go into that, um, so from college, where did you end up going? Uh, I moved straight to Atlanta and was working at a studio called Radiplaxis. Um, I was really lucky to get that job right out of school. Um, were you and that's where I was at for a couple of years let me jump back how long had you been going to SCAD before you accidentally took this 300 <laughs> level course uh, I think it was my freshman year freshman okay okay year. so it was oh. probably your first year there okay yes. so it wasn't at the end <laughs> yeah start over yeah right no, okay. you say, had you been there a couple of years and then you just completely switched majors that's an expensive changeover <laughs> it, yeah I mean I was on like a five year plan <laughs> funny that's so funny so you went to the place in atlanta and um uh what was the name of it again radical axis and were you doing um after effects or were you already into 3d at that point 
I had gotten slightly into 3D. They didn't teach Cinema 4D when I was in the program at SCAD. So I had picked up, I took a couple of classes from the animation program so that I could pick up Maya. Um, okay. So I did a little bit of Maya in that first job. Mm-hmm. How, how'd you enjoy it? Did Or did you enjoy it? <laughs> I, I mean, I love 3D. Yeah. Any 3D I like. Um, I ended up teaching myself Cinema 4D, which, I mean, a lot of us do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's probably what you were getting at, Matt, is the, the Maya stuff is like frustrating sometimes yes. to say the least i've so i've been i've been playing around with my uh, i bought one of the the you know junior licenses or whatever they're called the indie license right mm-hmm. the junior license and i i've been playing around with it for fun there are things that oh when i'm when i'm back in it there are things that i remember that i really liked about modeling in maya versus cinema you know there are certain things that i'm just like oh man it, it's like workflow stuff that I learned in Maya that I brought over to Cinema 4D. Yeah. Same, yeah. I mean, one of the things that I've done as I pretty highly customized my C4D layout, and one of the things that I've done is given myself the pop-up menu that can come up. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember really enjoying that from Maya. I actually don't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Like, I really like... I, I, I like... I want some keyboard shortcuts to where I can easily go into face edge and point mode, you know, versus like having to right click and move your mouse to the little dialogue thing. You know, I'm sure muscle memory. I I was on a I'm on this job right now. And so I've been kind of like art directing this scene that I built uh, with an unreal editor. And he's really big in Maya. And him and I spent all Friday just working on one scene and like going through and like he was in Maya and it was it was just so impressive to watch him work because he'd been in it for so long and it's just like click, 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 click. And I'm like, oh man, I'm so jealous of how fast you are. Yeah, I've, I'm actually concerned about my next presentation just because I have so many custom keys designed mm-hmm. and all my layout is just the way I like it. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go back to a default and start. Nah, just <laughs> export it. Just export it and just make sure you change it back. <laughs> Well, Mention yeah, it but to me and I'll make sure that I change it back. <laughs> yeah, but you want to use a regular layout for the people at home. That's kind of one of the that's one of the things you're supposed to do. So that so so the the advice I would give is just uh, shift C everything. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> just like it's a great example, you know, shift C, and then people who haven't seen that before are going to be like, oh man, it's so easy to shift C. That's kind of how I work a lot of the time, anyway. I don't actually even know where half the commands are. <laughs> exactly. I do the same thing. Or, you know what I actually do a lot of time? You know, if if you drag something up to the toolbar and you don't save the layout, then um, obviously it doesn't come back up in the default next time you open Cinema. So all the time, like if I'm, say, doing a whole bunch of like uh, connect objects and delete, or something like something like that, where I have to go through and do a whole bunch of stuff. I'll just drag it up there, so I have the button because you can drag it from the Shift C up there, which yeah. is awesome, and then have it up there until you're done or cinema crashes. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, that's funny. Yeah, I have I have a few things saved as my default scene. I've got one of the new Redshift materials and then the the older version and i just have that saved in as my startup scene so that when you double click on the uh the older version it brings it up in the espresso style editor 
Cool. And I have a, a bump map and displacement node already preloaded in. Yeah. That's, set it <laughs> yeah. that's something I still don't get, but I'm not a big redshift person either. So, yeah. Um, so that was going to be my next question is what render engine, but I think we answered that. Um, <laughs> do you use multiple engines or are you mainly redshift? I mainly redshift just because that's what I, I got for myself and started using. Mm-hmm. And what about computer-wise? I've got an interesting setup. I've got two computers right next to each other, so I, I can just pivot from one computer to the other. Mm-hmm. I've got a PC that my fiancé and I built. Um, cool. It's getting a little outdated at this point, but... Yeah. Uh, and then I just have a super old iMac. <laughs> nice. Get yourself uh, one of those uh, new Mac, Mac, Mac Studios. With the M1 Ultra, I like it. I use it. Yeah, that that's probably on the horizon for me. This one's going to need replacing before too long. Yeah, because you are um, going freelance soon, right? I am. Yeah, this is going to be my last week with Primal Screen. Exciting! It's, it's very exciting. How long have you been there? Uh, it's been about five years. Wow. Yeah, and I did. I this will be my. S- Third time going full time freelance. I ended up. Yeah. So what? I, I first met everyone at Primal during one of those periods of freelancing. Uh huh. Yeah, I was going to say what like made you go back and forth a couple times. You know, like, um, is it because you met the people, or you know, they, did they entice you? Uh, like, what was the what was the reason for going back? Was it a too good to turn down um did you get tired of contract before or it was more just that they they had an opening and remembered me that's cool and how do you handle like since you i mean i know it's been five years now but you know back and forth a little bit do you still have like regular clients you know that still hit you up or are you kind of starting over again now i'm kind of starting over but with more connections I'd say right. still- yeah. Uh, How do you and- go about what's what's your process in finding new clients and stuff? I'd love to know from a fellow, you know, we'll freelancer. See, right now, it's hitting up people that I worked with before. Okay. So. <laughs> and um, I want to talk about the Rick and Morty stuff because <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of Rick and Morty, but not Justin Roiland. Um, just to be clear. <laughs> uh, so, um, I guess, tell us how it all came about, first of all. Honestly, I, I don't remember exactly how we landed this pitch, but we had the opportunity to uh, submit a few different de- ideas. And we did we did two different ones um, that both ended up making it through production. Uh, one is a t- like traditional 2D animation, and then mm-hmm. there was a 3D one that I, I kind of led that one. Because I've... I see them on TV. I see those little shorts in between. And sometimes I'm like, okay, is this fan art or are they commissioning people to do this? So mm-hmm. I didn't know if that was a thing or. I mean, this was almost fan art. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of stuff that didn't make it into the piece that I'd like to go back and, and do. Yeah. Uh, that character, Mr. Nimbus is, is great. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and he so controls many, the police. He controls the police. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so many interesting pieces in which that short section of the episode 
It would yeah. be really fun. To I'm watching it right monitor. now. It's 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 really cool. Really, really cool. Are we going to get tagged if we bring it up? I don't know. <laughs> no, we're education, right? That's true. That's true. I can always I can always uh, appeal it. Right? <clears throat> Where's the best place to bring that up? By the way, on your on your website. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got the primal uh, primal screen one. Oh, okay. if you want to. See. Yeah, that that that's great. Here, I'll throw it over. There you go. Oh, where is the chat? So did you have to watch a, lo- a bunch of Rick and Morty episodes in order to... Yeah. <laughs> I did. Watch. I watched... I think I watched the entire season five in like a day and a half. Nice. <laughs> but you had never... I was never... trying to pull, pull yeah. ideas and concept. <laughs> but you had never seen it before that, though. No. Yeah. And that's the thing. So you had to get caught up on, on all the uh, the little nuances and inside jokes and things pretty quick i'm assuming yeah and i realized how late to the party i was because huh. <laughs> this was maybe what the beginning of last year is that right yeah it was right as season five uh was coming out so we got a couple of screeners to watch and then i uh that's nice yeah that's the 2d one this is the 2d okay well, so what were uh, what were y'all using for two D stuff? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I think they were in Toon Boom. Toon Boom. Man, I got to get into Toon Boom. I've heard amazing things about it. And this is the other one here. Now that because- was super fun. I I really enjoyed working on that. Now because it is kind of like I mean it's very complicated still life, but because it is still life. Um, did that make it a little bit easier because you didn't have to like worry about the the animation of any characters? It yeah, that was definitely a solution for a time constraint. Uh-huh. Uh, and we I made it very modular so that I could focus on adding detail as I had time. So there did was you have to model all the characters and every everything too? I yeah. Was we it- got um we had some 3D files that we got from Adult Swim, uh-huh. but most of that is all stuff that I ended up modeling. That's cool. Yeah, I need to bring it up and like pause it a little bit so we can see. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I love what you did with the depth of field on it too. Um, is that in camera or did you do that in After Effects and Post? That's in camera. That was uh, just using the focus settings in the Redshift camera. That's cool. I really, I really like doing that in camera way better than anything mm-hmm. else. And the um, the lasers too. How did you go about doing that? That is an emissive material, and then I think I just pinned uh, like the beam effect on a couple of nulls that I exported out of C4D. That's cool. Oh, okay. yeah. How much comp- how much comping did you have to do? Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, I I really like comping my own work because I kind of know where I can. Cut courses, yeah, <laughs> same, and then not have to explain myself to any house. <laughs> yeah, I love that depth of field. Now this part right here, oh my gosh, there's so much going on here. Um, how did you go about? First of all, I guess building like the rock faces and things. Uh that I think I just did a lot of like sculpting. Um, 
I, I end up using the sculpting tools a lot in C4D. I really like using the C4D tools. sculpting tools. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I at some point I'm going to get into ZBrush. That's definitely. I definitely if, um if I've done a lot of C4D sculpting, it's a lot easier to hop into ZBrush. You know, because a lot of the tools are named the same for the most part. You know, but uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of the C4D sculpting stuff. Always have been. Yeah, I mean, I use those tools without the sculpting tag all the time, just on regular mm-hmm. geometry that I just want to kind of swish right. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. I love the depth of field, and I'm a huge depth of field fan when I'm making something because it always adds so much that when I'm doing a shot that doesn't require depth of field, I'm always kind of disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, you know, if you use it on a big scene, it's going to make it look like a toy you know, yeah. or something small scale. Um, but that's the effect that you had going here, and that was really cool. Um, so have you seen every episode now, for real? <laughs> of season five. <laughs> like, did, did it make you a fan? Like, are you going to keep watching it or no? Yeah, I mean, I I, I thought it was fun. It was... Dave, you're going to hate me. I haven't seen every episode. Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen whatever the new season is. I've maybe seen, like, two or three of them. I got rid of my cable. Yeah. You know, I got rid of, I was doing YouTube TV or YouTube, whatever. And I was like, I'm spending $70 a month on something that I'm not even using, mm-hmm. you know? So I just got rid of it. That's where I watched them was on YouTube TV. <laughs> um, did you, um, oh, what was I going to ask you, Matt? No, I was going to ask you if you saw anything in the last season. Did you see anything in the last season? Like I saw like episodes? one or two episodes. Okay. Because it doesn't get much better after that it's not that great <laughs> i gotta say but i still like the show as a whole yeah um <clears throat> your website kelseysteel.com um we should promote that because now that you're going freelance um uh, you know you got to get that out there you got to get the name out there and i'm going to bring it up so we can look do you have a demo or anything we can look at uh not updated that is definitely on the to-do list <laughs> oh man and you're going, you're going freelance soon. You got to have that. Yeah, um, it's so tough to to do your demo reel. And I guess it's always uh-huh. good. like if you haven't had time to do it, I guess it means you're working. You know, it's what everybody tells me anyway. But um, I did take the year off the front. <laughs> <just> cause... <laughs> yeah, smart, smart. Yeah, yeah. Generally, like I try and like just have a a file that is the demo and just add stuff to it rather than trying to like reinvent the wheel every time because it it gets exhausting like it's like i don't want to i don't want to do this again i don't want to look at my own stuff anyway (laughs) yeah i gotta update the website too and i am not a Sorry. enthusiastic web person <laughs> i yeah. my my website is the most simple thing it, it's literally just a black screen with my demo reel and that's it it's like that shows off enough you know if you want to know more about me i've got 300 and something episodes of 361 episodes of a podcast if you want to get to know me listen to one of those <laughs> yeah well and people want to just get access to instagram uh-huh. You know, YouTube, Twitter, whatever, you know, TikTok. Anyway, yeah. it's just a way to get there, just to go see your work or contact you. Um, yeah, my Instagram is very, very sparse right now. That is, that's another 
something I need to get going. So what are your favorite things to work on? What are you, what are you doing for fun? I guess would be the question. Oh, let's see. I really like product stuff. Like anything that I can model little tiny details in. I think it, it reminds me of working with miniatures. (laughs) Do you, do you do a lot of work with miniatures? Uh, no, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to do on the computer. That's the thing. Yeah. You have to worry about the paints and all the things. Um, the macro world is all, is pretty cool. You know, have you played, like, uh, Little Big Planet? No. I I am not... Not much of a gamer. Oh. It's... I don't know if they've had any more than, like, two or three of them. They haven't done any lately, but... Yeah, that hasn't... It's been... 12 years since that came out yeah yeah um the and for some reason it's still popular like on tiktok Mm -hmm. and stuff it's weird like my daughter wanted a little uh what is he called sad sack Uh, man sack boy sack boy sad sack boy yeah so i got her a vintage one like in the package that's cool you know but um yeah that that whole world you, you might really like that if you look it up it's uh it's just very macro and like the textures are really fun and stuff, you know? So do you plan on doing anything like a, a short or anything like that? I, I probably should. Um, <laughs> I, I sometimes struggle with coming up with concepts for my own personal work. It's hard. I get that. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier to get a client and have them tell you what to do. You know, you just put 100%. autopilot, you know, but, yeah, the freedom gives me sometimes some creative paralysis. <laughs> Have you done anything with AI? Have you tried it out? Mm-mm. How do you feel well, about it? I guess is the first question. Horrified. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good feeling. That's a that's a that's a understandable feeling, right? Yeah, so it's, it's a bit cool, but yeah. It, frightening <laughs> yeah some of the stuff don allen stevenson was showing off yeah. as i lose my light uh this past week is just awesome amazing i can't even believe that's happening yeah um i saw him doing that and then uh there's a couple tiktoks that uh i don't remember if i came across it and sent it to you matt or i came way. across it but you sent it to me as well <laughs> oh yeah yeah it, and there were like clips of Don Allen in there, and I was like, "We need to catch up with him too." Because yeah, we do. A lot has changed in like literally a year. He's like he has always been like right on the cusp of trying every new technology that comes out. Right. You know that that dude is crazy talented, and just he loves to experiment. I wish I wish I had. He probably doesn't have kids. I was I was literally <laughs> going to say that's the thing, right? Is that he doesn't have kids and he's young. Give me one second. I gotta can, I gotta run for just a second. Okay. He's got to go fix his garage. In the meantime, let's talk about the meetup group. Yeah, it's uh, a group that one of the artists in the Atlanta area, David Dodge, started, and we do like a once a month meetup usually. And in the last couple of weeks. My friend Drew Smoot and I have decided to step up and take on some of the leadership uh, duties for the group. Uh-huh. And this is a promo that I made uh, for our meetup on Thursday. And this is all just kind of playing off of the the branding and the vibe of the event or of the venue that we're going to. 
So they do, it's renovated auto shops that they turned into just kind of a cool outdoor bar with a stage that you can see it's like made out, oh, okay. out of those shipping containers. Uh-huh. So that's where that idea came from. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and so it was just kind of a fun way to tie in the venue with a motion piece. You got prizes by Pixel Lab. That's fun. Yes. That's cool. Uh, Ease 34 Westside Motor Lounge, February 23rd, 7 through 10 p.m. And uh, see, we're, we're talking about more meetups in person. It's awesome. Yes. We were doing video chats at the beginning of COVID. Yeah. And this is this is better. <laughs> yeah. The video chats were okay at first, but then, you know, once that whole, like, people were doing it for fun, like, hey, let's hang out on video, and then, like, Zoom became such a big thing that it's like, oh, not another. <laughs> Even the just, you know, regular casual hangouts became kind of a chore, you know. Uh, yeah, at the very beginning, we were using something called House Party, I think. Oh, was, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that came and went. <laughs> Anthony asks, uh, what are your, some of your favorite modeling tools and uh, methods for doing little details like sculpting? Wanted to know if you use polypen or... Oh, yeah. I was going to say polypen's probably probably the tool that I use the most. It's just so flexible and it lets you switch between all the different modes really easily. And I've got key commands set up for switching between polygon, point mode, and edge mode. Do you feel like you're better at one thing than another when it comes to modeling? Like, maybe, like, the difference between, like, you know, hard surface as opposed to something more organic? Ah, uh, with the sculpting tools, organic stuff is pretty, pretty doable. I used the sculpting tools on the monster from the Rick and Morty thing. Um, that, that really opens a lot of doors as far as organic modeling. That's, it's still hard for me though. I, I try, but I, I don't know. I still, I'm just not good at it. Like I'm, I know how to use the tools, but I just don't know how to do the art part of it. <laughs> you know, uh, have you used like real modeling clay or anything before? Not recently. Uh, and obviously, we had foundation classes at SCAD, so we did mm. some sculpture classes. Oh, see, so you've at least had that. Like, to me, I feel like people who've had, like, real experience, hands-on, have an easier time, you know, doing that in cinema or, or ZBrush or anything, you know. Um, yeah, one thing I have not done much at all lately is, is drawing. I haven't done much of that in quite a while. And that's definitely something I, I would like to get back into. Hey, this is Dave. I just wanted to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor, Otoy, the creators of Render Network and, of course, Octane. But I don't have to tell you that. You know who they are. You see the results of their render engine all over the interwebs. And we're very grateful that they're supporting what we're doing at MoGraph.com from this podcast to MoGraph TV to events like local meetups and Camp MoGraph and all our community building efforts. We can't wait to show you what's in store, all thanks to their support. Go check them out at otoy.com. Now back to the madness. But then I have like this long list of stuff that I want to learn on the computer. <laughs> like, like what? Ah, just like ZBrush. I'd really like to get into Marvelous Designer. That's hard to get into, too, I feel like, because it changes too much. Like It's hard on the, the tutorials online. They're all like different versions and like 
it's weird. I don't know if it's any better now. It's been probably three years or so, but have you messed around with it at all or? Not at all. I've watched some tutorials, but I have not actually gotten into the program yet. I just wish they'd make some of the functions easier. And maybe they have in the last three years. I don't know. But (laughs) uh, my problem when I was on it is that I would, I don't know, it was probably 2018, maybe something like that. 2018 and I'm looking at a 2017 tutorial and it's just like not anywhere near the same it's like okay right click on this in this menu and you're like that menu doesn't even exist anymore (laughs) so hopefully that's better now I still see a lot of people using it like it's the it's the thing to use and uh, I'm kind of envious of those people because it looks fun but I I don't know how they do it, how they learn with the interface changing so much. Yeah, well, we'll see what it looks like when I finally get around to buying it and learning it. (laughs) Anything else? ZBrush, you already mentioned ZBrush. Is there anything else you're looking to learn? Uh, I think I could always use more practice doing EMBs. The new tools in C4D, they're, they're way better than they used to be, and I I feel like I actually have my brain wrapped around it, but. So what time, uh, what type of, uh, work did you do in your previous contract years? Oh, let's see. I did some, some work, some stage graphics for Home Depot. Uh, I think I did that a couple of years in a row. And then just, like, small jobs. Is that, like, for presentations, like, corporate events and stuff? Yeah, it's a big corporate event. Every year, I think every year, maybe not every year now, I don't know, but they have a store manager's meeting where they have all the executives come and do presentations. And the times that I've done it, it's been a huge screen. It's, like, modular LEDs that they put together, and it was, like, 140 feet or something like that. And how do you... Like I guess a lot of people don't realize that like there are a lot of these corporate events too. Yeah. You know, especially the in the big corporations. And there's a lot of like good money to be made doing stuff like that, you know. It's not all just like the glamorous uh <laughs> you know, T V stuff or whatever. It's it's like there's so much you can do. Like and and I think people who aren't really into graphics yet or kind of know about it or dabbling in it may not realize that that there's like all these other areas um, that you can go into that you may have not even heard of and there's good money in it too yeah it was really interesting to design for that because the screens were all really odd sizes because they had some that we, they call the fingers which were just like these super long horizontal screens that came out from the stage and so that was kind of interesting yeah. to to design in that way because, I mean, we're so often in the 16 by 9 world that that was just kind of an interesting interesting way to, to look at the overall picture of what was happening. And there's um, a lot of fun things you can do now that LED is bigger, right? Like Sorry, y'all. Uh, LED walls are not necessarily, I guess, well, they're kind of cheaper, but relatively cheaper now. And people use them for things like floors and and everything else in, on a stage. So um, 
there's like weird formats, there's all sorts of stuff you have to like figure out to make it work together, but um, it's a good industry to be in too. You talk about the LED wells you've been doing? Not that I've been doing, but just <laughs> in general, I have yeah. been working on some. Um, but yeah, there's just, there's a lot of money to be made in that industry too. And it's stuff that a lot of people don't realize and not just, we were talking about more about corporate. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, but also stuff like, you know, concert visuals and things. Yeah. That's the same thing. Once you get in, I think once you get in really good with like one of those concert visual companies, they'll use it all the time, <laughs> you know? Oh, sorry. I'm all out of breath. Had to run upstairs and I'm a fat guy, you know? We sit at our desks all day, so... All day. Yeah. You okay there? Yeah, sorry. How's the how's the MoGraph scene in Atlanta? Uh, it's it's pretty awesome. We've yeah. got some, some really great, talented people in the area. And was... this meetup group is a really great way to, to meet people, obviously. The name. <laughs> oh, you, you missed that part, Matt. Oh, I did. About the meetup. We were talking about the meetup group. Yeah. 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 Didn't you, you started that, didn't you? I did not start it, but I, uh, David Dodge was the original founder. And now there's three of us that are kind of splitting, splitting some of the admin duties for the group. When it comes to like getting, uh, (laughs) he's gone again. What happened? Um, when it, (laughs) when it comes to, uh, getting people to come to the events. You know, I, I know that's always a hard thing for people because uh, we talk to a lot of group leaders. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know how to find those people. I don't know how to yeah. find the people that we need to come without having hang to spend out. money on advertising or something like that. Yeah. Right. I mean, do you, how do you go about like finding new people to come to the event? Uh, the, the attendance has been kind of up and down. Sometimes it's been a lot of people. Uh, we've had different types of events. A lot of them have been at studios where the studio gets to talk about what they do and show their work. But then with COVID, uh, we ended up going to a little bit more casual format where it was just kind of uh-huh. pick a place and everybody come and hang out. But we're trying to push a little bit more in the future uh, doing some more studio events. Yeah, we uh, uh, we've been I've been throwing around the idea of just doing more just meetups, you know, where it's like, hey, let's all hang out and grab a beer together or something right. like that. Because, you know, I, I me, Dave and I have almost always made it an event, you know, to come and hang right. out. And there's presentations and stuff, you know, that's how we like to party. That's how we like right. to do events and stuff, you know, but it's like it's like it doesn't take that much just to say. Hey, we're all going to go grab a beer at so and so, you know, at seven o'clock at this day. That's it. Let's all meet up. Right. Yeah. No expectations, yeah. no nothing, you know. And it, it, it's great because it gives everyone a chance to just, I, I wish there was more of that because it gives everyone a chance just to chat and talk. And, you know, it, you could talk shop with people that you don't necessarily see all the time. Yeah. Yep. Everybody likes to nerd out. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. 100%. But we've done a few things where uh, David arranged uh, to do a teach and tell thing mm-hmm. where he picked, uh, I guess it was like five of us to do just a mini presentation. And then the rest of the time it was just kind of hang out and have beers. And... That's cool. Yeah. We've been talking about some of the stuff that we're planning to do uh, 
in the future. And we've got some ideas for some some special events. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Because we've got the SCAD Atlanta campus right near where all of us are. So Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. It might be fun to try and tie in something with that. Well, we are to talk to you yeah. about the tour. Yes. I think we're going to Atlanta, I think. Are we? sure we're going to Atlanta. I thought we Atlanta. were talking about it. See, it's not fine. Savannah? So. Savannah. I think we're going to Savannah. Is that where we're I going? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> there, are, there are so many places. We're, we're hitting 17 different cities. Yeah. Over how long? Uh, for the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> From April till the end of the year, yeah. you know, we're hitting 17 different cities. Right now it's planned 17 different cities, U.S., Canada, and Europe. And it's like... All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot, but we're going to make it happen. It's going to be fun. But yeah, bringing back that whole community feel, you know, just getting back out there and meeting people. Um, oh, Timothy says that your your Max on video on proxies is awesome. Oh, sweet. Thanks. I'm trying to remember what you did in that. That was for the Rick and Morty thing, right? Yeah, that was all part of the same Max on presentation. And you use proxies in what way? Uh, were you using Xrefs, or were you doing a different way? I or was this Redshift proxies? I was using Redshift proxies and uh, just uh, instances. Working with instances mm-hmm. makes huge scenes way more manageable. Can you do instances of Redshift proxies? You can. Mm. Oh. Interesting. Um, or at least I say it. I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have because I've made a proxy with a proxy in it before. Yeah. Yo, dog, I heard you like proxies. <laughs> I heard you like proxies. <laughs> That's funny. So, <clears throat> so one thing I wish Octane could do was instances of instances, you know? But you got to make sure where well, you're you can do an instance of an instance, but you can't do a render instance. We can't do a render instance of a or render no, you, instance. Or you have to do yeah. re- I don't know. You can do instances of instances, but you can't do render instances of render instances. Right. That's like it has to be, there can only be one render instance in the, uh, the, the workflow. Yeah. There can be only yeah. one. There can be only one. <laughs> Timothy also asks, how long, uh, did you have to work on that project? Mm. Rick and Morty. That's a good question. Oh, I don't even remember. I think it was probably a month or so. Okay. And were you spearheading that whole project, or did you have a team that you were working with or assigning people, or were you in charge and, like, doling out the work, or what? Yeah, I mean, I was mostly in charge. I did have some help with posing, Mm -hmm. which, when we were talking about it being mostly a a still life, I did a lot of posing using Mixerball. Okay, cool. Yeah, so loaded that up in the auto rigger, and then... It let me make a lot of different because we were repeating Rick and Morty over and over again. So <laughs> having that to do a lot of uh, right. variations, right, 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 a lot yeah. more manageable. Yeah, that's cool. So did you just like take individual poses from some of the stock ones in Mixamo and then just freeze them at a specific time? And you're like, okay, that's good. Or did you have to like go even more in depth and like pose it a whole lot more? Uh, it was a mix of both. Yeah, I mean, some of that stuff I just brought it straight in and deleted all the keyframes and that was that yep. <laughs> but having the auto rigger available makes it to where like i didn't really have to rig any of them right yeah yeah the 
don't even remember the name of them, but those bugs, like the <laughs> the bugs that were in the war scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. What are those? Roma uh, flight. They're bureaucrats. They they. Uh, what? <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. You told me they were robots. Yeah, they're bureaucrats. They they just metaphorically robots. It was metaphorical. It's metaphorical. <laughs> Call is I think those actually did end up getting rigged though, because those were not something that they had pre-made poses <laughs> <laughs> <like> for <laughs> the Glazorpians or or something or the Gazorpazorps. Gazorp- no, no. <laughs> no, that's not the Gazorpazorps. Gazorpazorp <laughs> field. Uh, gosh, what are they called? That because that's what uh, Michael. Crambobulus or whatever Crambobulus Michael is right. <laughs> Just love killing. So. Isn't that one of those guys with the wings? I don't know. Uh, welcome to the. I'm gonna look it up. Welcome to the Rick and Morty show. Grom uh, Gromphilites? No, that's sure, not I right. No, I think that's right. I think that is it. Is it? Is it? I think so. Gromphilites. Yeah, from Gromflow Prime. <laughs> but they're all dead now, right? I don't think Are they all dead now. Thought they were. Uh. Um, <laughs> uh, Matt, are is there a meetup in Dallas this week or no? Yes. Um, for anyone who's interested, we are probably going to try and meet up uh, on Tuesday. Sorry, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday night at seven at um, a place called Siren Rock here in Rockwall. So we've got a few people coming to town. So I figured I'd just put that out there i need to hit up everyone who i know is in dallas right. we need a dallas specific you know my thing. family lives in dallas so i'll have oh, they to do? that schedule come on fly in <laughs> come hang out with us yeah come on Wednesday. that's an easy flight right delta delta's atlanta is that it yep. yeah yeah there you go <laughs> wednesday i made that flight it, it there and back in a day so and then <laughs> and then um from there, uh, you just go back, and the next day is your event, right? I'm pretty sure it's Thursday, right? <laughs> so just there you go. All events, no big deal. You don't have anything yeah. else to do. You're not going freelance or anything anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, and all my materials are perfectly up to date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we we're we're hoping that we can start helping people too in in the year. Uh, people getting others to show up because like if you go back to god what year was it 2010 maybe even 2011 somewhere in there i had bought the domain name dfwc4d mm-hmm. because i wanted to do something like i saw was going on in chicago with mm-hmm. with half res you know chicago's these yeah right and chicago c4d i'm like look these are people i didn't know anybody at yeah. that time who i hadn't met matt yet I was like, I don't know true. anybody. That His whole does. life changed when he met me. That's true. It's true. <laughs> Not for the better. Not for the better. <laughs> uh, but like, I held on to that domain name because I'm like, I'm like, I want to do this. I want to find these people who can nerd out like me. And mm-hmm. that was like, um, that was like a big deal. So I held on to that for years and years. And finally, we were able to get something going. So we, we still have a, a mailing list from DFWC4D. Mm-hmm. We should probably hit those people up. Um, yeah. there's a lot of artists here now already been choosed in Dallas and, um, uh-huh. you know, so you got, uh, who else is here? Uh, Ryan Talbot's here. Yeah. Who else? Sasha Vinogradova. Oh, that's right. She's yep. here now too. That's, She's here. That's so random. Yeah, I know. I know um, she'll go do brewery hopping. She loves to do that with EJ. Yeah. 
Who else? I should hit up BJ and be like, dude, just fly down for Wednesday. Come hang out with us. Yeah. It's getting out here. As long as it's a brewery, you know. Right. It is a brewery. Yeah. Yeah, we've been making making the rounds around Atlanta breweries. The last several events have been at breweries. That's Yeah, and the idea of just like hanging out is cool and... um, you know, we're hoping again. We're we're hoping we can help people connect with each other here pretty yeah. soon, and and uh, be able to set these things up. I know, you know, like Fernan told us, he did do a little bit of like fa- Facebook advertising and stuff mm-hmm. to get out there. Um, you know, I, I just looked into that. I've heard that's not terribly expensive. Not a, it's pretty terribly cheap. expensive, but you can't you can't focus your advertising like you used to you can't retarget like you used yeah to, but you could still get stuff out there to uh people who have interests in motion graphics and like you can do like after effects at least you get people's interests mm-hmm. from a list and say you know blast this out to those people um yeah you know that might get some more people but we also have a slack that we that's cool through yeah, it's nice. It's got like three hundred members. I think. Nice. That's yeah. good. That's really good. Yeah, man. I wish I knew three hundred people in the Dallas area. I know. I wish I knew three hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> well, if ever, anybody is listening from Dallas, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hit us up. You can. I believe we still have DFWC4D.com. We do. Um, yeah, and you can put your hit- name on the list. Yeah, or email me if you got questions. Email me Matt at MoGraph.com. Or info at MoGraph.com. That'll go to both me and Dave. Yeah. I know it's short notice or whatever, but... Yeah. You know. Cool. All right. Let's see if I have anything else. Um, Oh, I wanted to mention just a a random oddity I had with After Effects. And I'm trying to figure out now if this has to do with... Like, have you opened After Effects and have you seen... There is a message that comes up. And it talks about an error in the new version of After Effects... And your video driver. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. I get it all the time. That? Hey, cat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, nice. I get it all the time because I or I, I got it when I, I, I changed video drivers recently because I was getting a lot of crashes. It, it was, was it with, I can't remember. I, I, I was getting a lot of crashes for some reason. And so uh, uh, I updated my video drivers and, yeah. or uh, updated them to an older video driver oh. you know the one that everyone says hey use this one because this is the most stable with redshift and it doesn't have the memory leaks and blah 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 but after effects always gives me the pop-up that says your memory driver is out of date you know blah 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 i i don't know so, what's going on with mine but i had a really weird issue and i didn't know if it was related and that's mm-hmm. it's i i had designed like six different comps right mm-hmm. and they were all essentially just variations of an animation so nothing was different about them except for the image sequence Mm -hmm. that was feeding it from cinema 4d when the render goes and so i do that and then all of a sudden when i render it out full res at like 2k or two and a half k all of a sudden it would get to this one part in the on the timeline and it would crash everything you couldn't even control alt delete which what version of after effects are, where are you on this particular one i mean i have 23 but i was on 22 because okay so i have run up to issues with both. <laughs> i didn't realize my dog was in here it's not a shadow in the behind me i'm like what is going on um no i uh, uh i have noticed this so 
ever since they introduced multi-thread rendering, you know, sometimes it will work and sometimes it will crash your system, right? Mm. So there have been multiple times where like it says it's going to take like six hours or it completely freezes in the middle of it and like I can't do anything. So I turn off multi-frame rendering and it takes a little bit longer, but it actually chugs all I the way through. That's my problem. 100%. See, I guarantee I'm talking you. like even if I send it to Adobe Media Encoder, it does it. It's always on the same frame. Oh, yeah. I don't ever right? send anything to Adobe Media Encoder. Well, either or. Like this yeah. was just a sample, but like but like we're talking it crashes everything. The mouse doesn't move anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't hit control, alt, delete. It's the mouse moves like every three seconds, you know? Yeah. I would try turn off turning off multi-frame rendering, you know, just temporarily. If I, I, there's, there's times in which it works really well and it's super fast, you know, especially on this new Mac studio. And there are other times where it's just like, nah, I'm not going to work. I'm just not going to work today. So I have to turn it off and just render it slower. The weird thing about it is I narrowed it down to a specific layer and all it is is like a simple render with alpha. Very mm-hmm. basic, right? Mm-hmm. But if I turn it on and then I turn on the layers above it and I play it and then I turn on a couple more layers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I turn off the solo for all the layers so everything's back on, then yeah. it will render. It's like a startup yeah. sequence. So Just weird. Very weird. I've never come across something like that before. That was a little after effects. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Well, we're going to do a little thing here called MoGraph Recommends. And uh, we ask you some of your favorite things. Uh, these can be like recent favorites or all time favorites. It doesn't matter. Uh, helps us get to know your background a little bit more, your influence, maybe in some of your work. Um, unless it's Rick and Morty, because, you know. Right. Then we know your work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start off, though, by asking you a uh, favorite movie. That's a really, really hard one. <laughs> uh, I think that Jurassic Park has always held up for me. Mm-hmm. You're one of those Jurassic Park people, huh? I, yeah. <laughs> I actually saw a live performance of it that I can't remember exactly who did it, oh. but they recreated everything, including like the previews from the VHS. Wow. It was like done very low budget with like just cardboard cutouts and <laughs> That's so cardboard cutouts of like T Rexes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> with the arms the wrong way. There was somebody playing a tree who unfortunately fell off the stage while it was <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I hope somebody was taking that. That was really entertaining. I think more recently though, I I love Ex Machina. I haven't seen it. I need to see it. I need to see it. I've heard good things. I like that genre of humanoid robots becoming sentient. <laughs> right? Right? Have you watched Westworld? Yeah. Okay. Have you watched all the seasons? Yes. Oh. And I was really hoping that I would get, like, a nice, neat wrap-up. Right. <laughs> Has it been canceled? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I yeah, heard yeah. that. Yeah, the last I mean, season, season I didn't finish. It was weird. Season three and whatever season three was kind of going downhill a little bit yeah. you know i mean i got what they were trying to do that never mind i could i could go off for a while on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. basically reddit ruined uh westworld because reddit figured out the ending of season one before you know it had happened and he was so mad about oh, it oh yeah that he decided to just you know mind f everyone and like make it more confusing 
season two and three and whatever, you know? Yeah. It's like, at that point, you couldn't figure out where the show was going. I couldn't right. follow it very well, you know? Yeah. It became a lost situation where every episode was relatively good, but when you put it together as a congruent series, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was hoping that it would all come full circle and we would yeah. see the end. But yeah. Doesn't look like anything to me. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. Oh, no, I was, we were talking about Jurassic Park. I was going to say, did you hear that Like the arms have all been backwards all this time? Have they? They just... Yeah, just came out with that, apparently. Hmm. So, because the question's always been, why are their arms so small? Well, it's mm -hmm. because they were actually wings, and they should have been flipped backwards the other way. Oh. So they actually just had feathers, and they, this is like a new thing. So now every picture, every skeleton is wrong. Interesting. Apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> you know, won't age well, right? Next week, it'll be something else. You know, every time I... I I think about that. I I think about that episode of Voyager. You know, do you know the the Voyager episode when um like a version of the Doctor, the holographic Doctor, like he, he gets ejected from. It's like the backup of him gets ejected onto this other planet or whatever, and so there's this museum, you know, talking about Voyager and how they were like carnivores just like like killing machines going across the it's really it's a really weird episode but like it just goes to show that like we we could just be making all this up right <laughs> you know we really have no idea grand conspiracy same with the uh dinosaur episode in uh, uh rick and morty where you know uh uh they oh, keep on right. going to all the different planets and they're like we think they died because they kept stomping on their own skulls right <laughs> All right, uh, TV show. Caradini. I never played the game, but I have been watching The Last of Us. Yeah, I hear I hear good things. I haven't watched it yet. I only played the first little bit of the game, you know? There have been some moments where I've gotten pretty emotional. <laughs> yeah. But that's it, not hard for me. I cry at almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> I did like um, that it's set in Austin in the video game at the beginning of the first one. Oh, it is? Yeah. 
That's cool. Yeah. I remember, so like Dave bought The Last of Us, right? And we were having a big halo day over at Dave's place. You know, this is your old place. I don't even you know, remember this. Right. You don't remember this? So like I, we put on The Last of Us and I was playing it, right? And so we're all joking around, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to the end of that, that whole beginning thing and all of us were just silent. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. I don't even remember that. Jeez. I remember having a Halo Day, but... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, music. Uh, I really like... Kind of... I've, I've described my musical taste as... Something with synthesizers and high-pitched voices. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, you probably like some of my playlists that I have for doing <laughs> graphics then. Do you listen to music while you work, or is that distracting? I do, Yeah. I have my Spotify list that I keep adding to as the Discover Weekly tracks mm. catch my attention. It's pretty good. It's pretty good at getting my interest based on what I listen to, you know, because I have weird interests and I, I think mm-hmm. it manages. <laughs> Matt's like, yes, <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, because yeah. it'll be like Drake followed by, uh, I don't know, Steely Dan followed mm-hmm. by some sort of dubstep something. Yeah, a little Skrillex. Followed by Jerry Rafferty. <laughs> yeah, no. That song. No, I hate that song. <laughs> um, do you listen to any podcasts or anything as well? Or? Not really. Um, not not too much. All right, then I won't ask you your favorite podcast. <laughs> All right. Your favorite is this one. That's right. Definitely. Default. <laughs> is that a Jedi mind trick? Yes. But your favorite is this one. Favorite is this one. <laughs> It works over the internet, surprisingly. Yeah, it's weird. The midi-chlorians go I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about uh, favorite plug-in? That's not a render engine. I mean, all the trap code, uh, those are all classics. Um, Throw shine on everything. Hey, I used shine this week. Don't yep. knock it. Watch your render times go down significantly, or uh, uh, increase significantly increase. every time you use it. Yeah. We use a lot of looks, a lot of optical glow. Yeah. Cool. I mean, there's always a client that's like, hey, can you make it kind of like shine a little? And it's like, here you go. And they're like, cool. Wow, that's, we're good to go. Well, that's great. Exactly what I was thinking. What's that plugin? Shine. Just shine. <laughs> yeah. Default I mean, it's settings. <laughs> yeah. De- yeah. Default settings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your, what is your, uh, what is your muscle memory go to app right now? Mm hmm. Pick up your phone and you're on. Probably, I well, it's where I read Reddit most of the time. Um, same. <laughs> and do you? Yeah, probably... Instagram, Pinterest, those those are go tos. What are some of your favorite uh, uh, Reddit subreddits? Cats with jobs. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's okay. Jobs. I don't even know what that is. Do you know what that is, man? No. But it sounds interesting. I'm going to join it. (laughs) It's just cats doing cat things that people caption with like, oh, he's a professional uh, something or other. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Like a cat sleeping on a keyboard is, that's a cat doing some kind of accounting work. (laughs) Cat accounting, cat, uh, (laughs) cat demolition. Cats with jobs. I can imagine there's a lot of demolition, just knocking things off of counters. Wow, there's like a million members. That's hilarious. 
It's cute. It's, <laughs> it's this is silly. His first job. He's so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> do you play any video games? No, I don't have any. Like, I, we don't even have a, a console. Oh, man. Is that what people call them these days? Yeah. <laughs> you kids playing that Ninten- Nintendo? Nintendo? What did what did people Nintendo Nintendo is what Super Nintendo Chalmers Super Super Nintendo Chalmers <laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ninja Turtles Oh gosh that always just irked me so bad when I was a kid What is a ninja Ninja like like parents <laughs> would say it because they didn't know what it was the Ninja Turtles and I'm like what are you Ninja Turtles about? I heard yeah. that from a lot of people and it really irked me. Keeping. <laughs> Oh. <clears throat> Matt's been playing that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I did, yeah, on the NES. But I can only really play if I play it. <laughs> so, there's a Speaking Brontosaurus. That cat is an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I, I can only really play it with the game genie because like honestly it's it's just too hard. Yeah. You know, there are too many games that take a really long time to beat, you know? And like like Mario three, for example, Mario three is an excellent game, but it takes so long to beat it if you're going if you're not like jumping levels, right? Right. Like who has time? And there's no save function with Mario three. It's like that is ridiculous. Isn't there that a is secret ridiculous. save function? Just like the no, part no. one, unless part you get Mario All Stars for the Super Nintendo, oh, you know. All right. But it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. It's so like, and I'm like, how do how do all all these people have time for this? So you play re- original Mario. It's like, okay, you can just run through that. You know, that's good. That's easy. That's but here, I, I think I think that's actually, you know, that's my favorite game. But here's the thing. Currently, it's the early '90s. Mm-hmm. It's a sum, It's a summer morning. Okay. The 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 warm sun is coming through. Mm-hmm. It's about seven a.m. You got up to watch cartoons. Right. Of course. You know. You, you had your cereal. There's nothing mm-hmm. else to do for the next 12 hours. Yeah, you go... You, play Mario. You go to, yeah, I know. Well, yeah, yeah, you might get on your bike, That's but you true. Mario in between. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. You just have to watch my sister play, and that's going to be the biggest waste of time. <laughs> I don't know. You were onto something. Now it's like a whole industry. Just watching yeah. people play video games. That's true. Yeah. Dude, the amount of Minecraft my kid watches... It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. My sister used to play uh, the radio instead of the the game sound. So Rainbow Road and Ace of Base are like burning. That's funny. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, here's the tough one, and this is your favorite life hack. It could be funny or it could be useful. Mitch Meyer says he turned the toaster on its side for some bomb ass grilled cheese. Do you have any good hacks for us? Productivity. Or maybe something funny or stupid. It doesn't matter. Ah, uh, freezing bread. Freezing bread. Hmm. Yes. It's How do always you... ready to go. How do you defrost it, though? Yeah, that's the big... 20 seconds in the microwave. And then under the broiler, good as new. Hmm. Okay. Under the broiler. Right. Like in the oven broiler? Yeah. Just okay. sandwiches. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. It doesn't get stale. Mm-hmm. Keeps it from getting stale. It's perfect. Hmm. I always thought if you froze it for too long, you would like frostbitten or something. I buy the big, like, crusty baguettes. Cut it down in ah, size. Bon baguette. <laughs> yeah, cut it down to sandwich size. Like, pre-cut it, slice it in the middle, so mm-hmm. that then you just pull out 
enough for one sandwich and 20 seconds in the microwave. Timothy in the chat says there was a dorm that caught on fire this week because of that toaster life hack. <laughs> well, we don't condone any of the um, any of the advice that any of our guests or ourselves give. They said the grilled cheese was the bomb. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, um, yeah, and I've got to clean out my. I'm not going to be able to put any toasts. Or bread in my freezer because I've got to clean out mine because Dryzen is bringing me yes a significant portion of a cow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, you, you got to put I that chest freezers. I know. I have one yeah. of those. I have one of those. The problem is yeah. the electrical in my house. Yeah. That that's the problem. The electrical isn't that bad. It's just everything in the front yard, backyard, master bedroom, master bathroom, and garage oh is all on one breaker. So. As soon as I fire this other fridge up, I think if I turn the smoker on, it's going to turn off. So oh I'm going to have to get an electrician. Dang it. You got to try that pork belly that thing. thing. Really? Like separate breakers? Yep. We got, we had a Tesla and we burned through all of the, <laughs> the electrician came out and he was like, do you realize how many things you have plugged in here? Like, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> he like, you should know better than to have all this plugged in like, no they don't teach him that in <laughs> high school yeah. come on <laughs> no they don't we had they teach you you plug in energy comes out they yeah. don't tell you about how much you can or can't plug in right he did kind of scold us and i i was like all right all right fine just fix it <laughs> the american way if it doesn't work you sue <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, well, thanks for hanging out with us today and mm-hmm. taking taking the time. I know you've you've got a lot going on and a lot that you're starting to build here for mm-hmm. round three. Contract round three. Round three, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for having me. Yeah. If people want to find you online, where can they find you? Uh, my website is kelseysteel.com, and I'm working on increasing my presence on Instagram. You got uh, you got the TikToks yet? No, I don't even have it downloaded. <laughs> oh, you're missing out. Yeah, so I've yeah. heard. <laughs> That's good stuff. You're missing out on not wasting lots of time, right? <laughs> but it's a fun waste of time. I don't know. Cool. Well, we're gonna get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes. Leave a review. Uh, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Help get our ratings up. You can subscribe to the newsletter because Matt's gonna be putting them out. <laughs> I am. Um, Gosh, once a week, maybe every other week, maybe once a month. We'll see. I we'll wish see what hits that my fancy. Mailchimp had some better templates, is what I would. <sighs> I know that's one thing that I really want to look at is like more mail templates and stuff right. like that. See if I can if I can just bring in custom ones or something, right. you know, or a different service. Yeah, or mail kind. kind? <laughs> uh. Free advertisement. You can say you've been right. done that. Got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo T, the Paul Bab Feel the Bab twenty twenty shirt. All the profits oh. from that go to Doctors Without Borders. The Render Things T-shirt hoodie and long sleeve T, the MoGraph Blandishment shirt, and of course the That Render Is Fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear ironically, unless, unless you're Shans. Hi, yeah. cat. <laughs> Run youtubecom slash MoGraph. You can hit us up on YouTube at MoGraph. That's right at MoGraph, 
And uh, MoGraph.com, MoGraph.com slash live, MoGraph.com slash TV, MoGraph.com slash classes. Check out the classes we offer there. And, of course, MoGraph.com slash TV. You can turn it on and rip the knob off and just watch mm-hmm. all day, 24-7. All day, every day. Right here. All day. There it is. And, uh, yeah, that about wraps it up. Uh, we can't wait to see everybody uh, from Dallas this yeah. Wednesday. Hopefully. And We're everybody. Send an invites to everyone. Yeah. And everybody at ATL, right, on, on uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. the 23rd. Yeah. And uh, that's about it. Till next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And I'm Kelsey Steele. Have a good one. Later, yo. Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SeaGraph, HalfRes, and local meetups. Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. we got to stop this thing, Rick! It's going to kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame, frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software, learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it. We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.